Hello and welcome to True Crime Diary, in which we look back through the annals of true crime to discuss events that took place on this week in history. I'm your host, Mark Decano, and with me as always are my friends, Jed Lester. Hello. And Rue Turner. Hello. We want your reviews. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review and preferably five stars. And if not, you can always email your review to us at stuff at truecrimediary.co.uk or through our Facebook page or Instagram account. And links to all of those are available on our website, www.truecrimediary.co.uk. And in appreciation of every five-star review, we'll give you a shout-out in a future episode. So the date we're looking at this week is January the 15th, and in 1947, the body of a young woman was found stripped naked and cut clear in half in a parking lot in Los Angeles. The woman's name was Elizabeth Short, but she's become known worldwide as the Black Dahlia. I I don't want to be the bad guy who points out the error this early in the game, but it wasn't a parking lot. It was a housing lot. Housing, it's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of lots in, in LA. <laughs> it's just a lot. It? Yeah, it's like um, like in Back to the Future when he turns up and there's that huge, great open plain yes, with, know, yeah, with yeah. roads but no houses on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it's it's one of those. Build they, yeah. build the they build the roads first. first. Yeah. Well, there you go. I don't know. Not a very private place for a murder. Uh, just little point of order. Which uh, half? Was it <laughs> Both. Oh. Which half? Both was she twi- chopped in half, or was she chopped in half lengthways? Lengthways. That would have been extraordinary. No, she was yeah. cut in half a, across the waist. Or yeah, magician style. Magician style. What's the other style? Yeah. Laurel and Hardy in a in a well, car style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. She was in cut half. across the waist. Actually, there's a medical procedure, apparently, in that where you cut someone in half at the waist because you have to. Well, yeah. You do it to a chicken. They don't do it, <laughs> not for a laugh. They do it for yeah. They have to. It's called a uh, uh, hemicorporectomy. Right. Wow. So basically, yeah. cutting a body in half in Latin. Yeah. Well, it's also <laughs> known. It's also known uh, rather crudely as a halfectomy. A halfectomy. <laughs> That's just for an idiot's version, yeah. isn't it? They cut them in half and then put some Latin Hemi- on the end. Corp, as in yeah. Corporeal. Yeah. Uh, what's the other bit? Ectomy. Ectomy. No. Ecto. <laughs> Ecto. Yeah. Ectoplasm. Yeah. That's when you get, you get a half ectomy in the hems- hemisphere. What's a whole ectomy? Corporate. Yeah. Is that what, no. ectomy? They don't cut your hole out, do they? <laughs> a whole ectomy. <laughs> Go on then. Tell us about Elizabeth and why. Or perhaps we don't know the reason why, but tell us about her. It's quite a dramatic Is it? vision, isn't it? Two halves of a young woman. Is this a legendary story? Yes, it Ah. is, yeah. It's become uh, widely known. Is it unsolved? It is unsolved. Mm. Ah, I'm just trying to work out why we're sitting around a table talking about her. (laughs) Well, so Elizabeth Short, she was a waitress in LA. So she's a 22-year-old. And she, yes, her body was found stripped naked, cut in half, and she had on her body, she had... I think it's what's known as a Glasgow smile. Glasgow smile, that's it, yeah. Also that's known that. as a, uh, a Chelsea grin. Right. So she was chopped, chopped, chopped yes. there. across the oh mouth, God. from the size of the mouth up to the ears. So it's sort of like, like, yeah. like, a, like Heath Ledger's Joker. Exactly, yeah. Is it the scars? You want to know how I got them? Someone who knows what they're talking about would know that 
if that was done first and then the hemicorpectomy was done as opposed to the other way around. Yeah, if, yeah if only if it was as simple as that. Because those weren't the work. only cuts on her. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I thought there were lots, no, there oh, were lots okay. of other cuts, lots of lacerations. Some of them were so good. deep they'd actually removed like scoops of flesh <laughs> from Jesus. the body. Like the, the pinch marks at the bridge of the nose. Oh, God, really? Yeah. Like she had some ill-fitting glasses. Well, it's like something was put there to keep the nose closed. Was she a synchronised swimmer? That's what they wear. The, um, right, mm. so the only... So I'm changing the subject. <laughs> the, um, so I've seen a picture of her. Yeah. And to me, it's the... Because she's quite um, attractive. And the to me, it's it may have been the case that she wasn't just a waitress. She was the, your classic... Uh, also an actress kind of thing yeah and I'm going on the fact that the headshot is very good and you know kind of professional professionally done yeah I mean she didn't do any movies or any acting that we're aware of the classic but it's yeah I mean photos done yeah exactly she's uh, aspiring that town was was full of waiting actors yeah exactly and And the bars that she hang out in were and absolutely still is yeah yeah the black and white photo that you'll commonly find of her looks like a shot from a movie yeah that's you know, what I mean, I mean yeah, she's yeah. very like striking really and she could easily have been in a movie yeah and that photo was taken not long before she died right, right. so she had aspiration for the movies yeah for sure well what I found interesting about her life story she was born in Boston Massachusetts and what I find the most interesting part of her life not the nicest but the most interesting is that um, in 1929 her father who who ran a miniature golf course he, um, he used to install them, didn't he? Build yeah. and install them for people. Yeah, he had a, he installed yeah golf courses. Do you mean crazy? Um, What's the difference I, between miniature and crazy? Crazy has like windmills and shit on it. Miniature is just very small. It's like a putting green, I guess. Oh, is it? Mm. Yeah. I've lost interest in it. Yeah. What did you say? Crazy. You're crazy. He's miniature. Oh, is he? <laughs> no. So he's it's not he, as interesting. Miniature's much more pedestrian, oh, isn't it? Water wheel and a, um, a uh, skeleton. Uh, kind of yeah, stuff. miniature is is as boring as golf with all the long walks taken out of yeah, it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean to be fair, the the time consuming bit has been removed. Like the exercise. Hardly. It's just going for a wander. Yeah, I mean, not if they take the walks out, you know. Well, I know, I know. I'm talking about full, it's just half a dozen yeah. short putts. Massive golf. It With, should be the other way around. One should be called golf, and the other yeah. one should be called massive golf. Massive well, golf. There's always a sale for that. <laughs> what? I mean, there's massive always a golf. massive oh, golf yeah, sale. Yeah, there is, isn't it? Well, well. It's always massive, isn't it? Yeah. Or is it huge? No, massive. Always <laughs> it's massive. Always massive. Yeah. Large. Average golf sale. Massive golf. Yeah, it's always massive, Very weighty. For massive golf. Large golf, set. no, doesn't work like that, does it? Giant golf, giant golf set, no, I've never seen that. No, massive <laughs> golf set. I mean, well, we're Modern talking about America set. here. They might call crazy golf miniature golf. Yes, you're right. Right. Yeah, well, that's yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. The guy is crazy. The golf is miniature. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Jeez, you love this golf stuff, huh? So, 1929, Wall Street crash. He yeah. loses a lot of money. So the following year, he <laughs> he he leaves his car abandoned and he disappears. Yeah. Everyone assumes that he's committed suicide. He leaves it by the bridge, doesn't he? By the bridge, yeah. 
So everyone th- assumes he's got out of the car, jumped into the river. Yes. To the water. Washed away. And, and he was massively in debt at the time. I don't know about debt, but he certainly yeah. lost a lot of money. Yeah. So he would have been poor. And his, um, yeah, his, his golf-making business was would have yeah, gone out. dried up. Ka-put. Uh. Eh? Ka- hey? Ka-put. Ka. There has to be a gap. Ka. And then you have to do the action. The swinging motion. <laughs> and you want, doing it now. you want the sound of it Ka-put. rattling around Ka-put. the hole. <laughs> so he pretended to... Yeah. Oh, wait, oh did he? Pretend? Turns out... Know. Yeah, he basically started a new life for himself. He wrote to her mother saying, yes. really sorry, I was alive and well Fine. these last 12 years. <laughs> oh, sorry, right, so we're after this. Right. Yeah, so really sorry about that. Sorry I'm, about that. I'm not dead. Right. I was just somewhere else. Sure. So now uh, Elizabeth finds out she's got a father. She goes to live with him. She's there less than a month. They argue constantly. So right. she moved out. What, yeah. what year? Sorry, what year are we now? December of 1942, so she's 18. She moves in with her dad in California. For that quick For, month. A, for less than a month. Yeah. She moved in briefly with a, an Air Force sergeant. Apparently, he was abusive. So she moved to Santa Barbara. She was arrested there. Now, this this is why they were later able to identify from her fingerprints, because she got arrested for drinking, because she would have been 18. Took her. And you know, yeah. it's underage in the US. Mm-hmm. They sent her back to Boston. And instead, she went to Florida. And while she's in Florida, she met uh, an officer, an Air Force officer, Major Matthew Gordon Jr. Now, he was going to be deployed to the Pacific because this is right. World War II. Yeah? Mm. Now, she apparently claimed that while he was recovering from a plane crash, he wrote to her saying and proposing marriage and that she had accepted. But uh, unfortunately, he then crashed his plane again. Oh, bother. He died the second time he crashed. <laughs> okay. um, and that was just literally like a week before the war ended. He oh, died. God. Yeah, yeah. That's tough, isn't it? So, but yeah, well, yeah. So by July 1946, she's now moved to Los Angeles. So now she's in, in LA six months before she dies. And at that point, she's working as the waitress. She's staying on, uh, living on Hollywood Boulevard in a room behind a nightclub. That's pretty much her story, what we know about her. Mm-hmm. We should uh, we should point out for the benefit of the global audience that we said uh, it was pronounced Black Dahlia, but only in America. The rest of the English speaking world call it Dahlia. Oh uh, yeah, oh right, yeah. So I must admit, which is a flower. Swede me. The so it's a black flower. Yeah, right, it's a black flower. Yeah. Right. Sorry, I didn't so, even. So in Canada, Australia, it written down. England, it's called a Dahlia. Yes, it's a Dahlia. Right. And in America, it's a Dahlia. Right. Oh okay. Oh, so, we haven't. Why is she called that? <laughs> well, I oh, know it's not her, is it? It's the case. She is called the Black Dahlia. Okay. Mm. Now, there's lots of theories about why that may be. Uh, the main one is that the year before, there was a noir movie came out with Alan Ladd in it called The Blue Dahlia, which is a, basically a crime story with the, quite a lot of uh, okay. like, plot twists in it. So people have suggested that, but reality is that um, the newspapers made it up okay. to make as, it sound as more is their want. Yeah. Why Originally, it was mean? called um, the, when it, when they first reported it, they called it the the werewolf murder because of the nature of the oh, attack. Right. Okay. But oh, then they quickly yeah. changed it to the black darling. It's been called more, that. Um, you can visualize what might have. I know it's horrendous, but yeah. visualize what might have occurred happened mm. to her. Yeah, must oh, be a werewolf. She was torn into. 
Black Dahlia Cleaved doesn't in kind twain. of suggest anything, does it? No. Well, she had dark hair and she was pretty. Mm. She was known to wear dark clothes. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Well, again, uh, pretty much everything... You, if you, I mean, you know nothing, but pretty much anything no. that anyone has ever heard <laughs> about the story was made up by the newspaper. Do they have black flowers? That's not a natural thing, is it? They do at gothic weddings. There are black flowers. Goth weddings. There aren't many. Goth weddings. I know. Yeah. There aren't There aren't... That's just not a natural... I don't know if there's a black dahlia, but again, they just made it up. Dark hair, possibly black clothes. But this is, we're talking, this is 1947, so this is um, William Randolph Hearst, the newspaper magnate. A couple of his papers, it's in black and white, a couple of his uh, newspapers came up with really quite salacious gossip and, as, and read it out as, as, and printed it as news. Hmm. You right. know, so just to keep the story going. They kept it going for to make like it 35 more. weeks or something like that. Sensational. Yeah. Sensational, yeah, exactly, yeah. One of um, Hearst's newspapers, I think it was the Examiner, got hold of Short's mother in Boston and told her that her daughter had won a beauty contest and started to interview her to get all the personal details. And only when they got what they thought they needed did they tell her that actually her daughter had been murdered. Christ almighty, that is awful. Yeah. Yeah. An atmosphere in which the unscrupulous revel. And then they offered to pay for her to go to Los Angeles so that she could help the police with the investigation. But what actually what they did was they kept her as far away from the police as they could so that they could keep hold of their, their story, keep it isolated. So, uh, so is, that it wouldn't be revealed as the horror of deception that it was. Well, yeah, so that they all, all the source information about the family and all the background details were exclusive to the examiner. No one else God. could get the story. So they basically they isolated her completely. So, yeah, it's absolutely absolutely the worst yeah. kind oh, of journalist. Yeah. We'll do this. Yeah, we'll definitely do this idea. So, yeah, they're just you scamming. Fly over. Yeah, I, I agree. Bloody Nora, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's changed in <laughs> well, yeah. it's got the, um, 70 years. So, anyway, so how, how, where did the police investigation begin? Uh, well, with the autopsy. I tried to get a copy of that. <laughs> of course you did, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What? It's, uh, I wrote well, to it's, the mum. I, I well, said, <laughs> said, hey. Who's won a lovely body competition? Can I have emphasis on body? No, it's still closed. It's still closed. Yeah, well, it's really? still closed, yeah. Wow, this is like because 70 it's, years later. Yeah, well, normally they are open. Um, like, you can read <laughs> you can read Belushi's, but you can't read hers because hers is still a closed case. Sorry, an open case. So right, you can't. Okay. So you can't. So the autopsy is closed because the case is open. So the the autopsy also revealed a couple of things. Firstly, that all the blood had been removed slash drained. Mm. What's the word for that? Exsanguination. That's the one. Nice Exsanguine. Yeah, it's a lovely word. Sadly, it's a. Lo- unfortunately, it's a lovely, it's a lovely word. word. I tell you, what's a lovely word. What's it, what was it again? Sang. Exsanguination. Yeah. Which which makes it sound like you just removed a monkey. <laughs> Wow, that's the get that monkey out of here. Did that monkey just come out your crack, man? <laughs> um. So it's more of a vampire murder than a, a werewolf not, murder. Once the blood isn't pumping, it will start to coagulate. Yes. So the fact if if most of the blood was removed, that has. But she had been, loads of little. Yeah, but it have cuts. to have made an effort to remove all hmm. the blood. Yeah, yeah, because it would just clot. It would just clot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though she was. Because it'll only it'll only pump out while the heart's pumping. Of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. Once she did, 
and it's that's it. It'll stop and it'll just turn to like jelly. That's a job, isn't it? Mm. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds as if it is. It so takes it, takes a lot of plastic and tubs, and I mean the cleanup is horrible. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I should also mention that um, the, the body in the lot had been posed as well. So, oh, okay. so you've got you've got the upper half of the body, which is the only bit. Oh no, they have got both. Got bits. both halves. Right, okay. So they're, they're separated by a. <laughs> I was going to say a foot, <laughs> but they didn't carve a foot no. in the middle. And so it was about about a twelve inch, thirty centimeter yeah. odd yeah. gap between the two halves, and then the arms of a. a uh, up across her chest and over her face, hands on her face. Meaning it was deliberately deliberately posed. And yeah. then rigor mortis had kept it. Kept it, yeah, right. yeah. And then the bottom half, the where the uh, um, in the viscera, the intestines had come yeah, out, yeah, yeah. had been tucked underneath the, the buttocks of the legs portion. Yeah. It had been arranged. The body had been arranged, so yeah. it had been exsanguinated, bisected, and then arranged on the floor and washed with um, petrol, gasoline. Yeah. That's not really washed, is it? That's a... To remove... That's evidence removing, Forensic counter. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I'm just going for a wash and some petrol. Quick petrol wash. We might need another wash after. Right, okay, I see what you mean. To get rid of... I mean, if you ever got petrol or gasoline on your hands, it it takes days to get it off. Yeah, and that's just after filling up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just getting a drop off the handle. Um, Right, okay, so this is serious covering up. Yeah. Uppington, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Covering Uppington, That's a word. Sure, sure, <laughs> why not? Yeah, it's proper. It's proper. So this not is proper. a. Let's face it. All the you know, kind of Jack the Rippery victims were horrendously attacked. I suppose you would describe it. Mm. Yeah. Um, but the overriding thing from that, you know, unsolved thing in history is Jack the Ripper you know as opposed to yeah. the hideousness of what was done is the, is this kind of the same thing what people I don't know whether they gloss over the horrendous uh, things that were done to her yeah because the intrigue has taken over yeah I mean well the newspapers as like I said they went to great lengths to make it to, to keep the story in the headlines mm. so that any salacious details that they could include or indeed make up, they did. They would do it, yeah. 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 Why, they write the silliest things in the newspapers. And of course, because the case was unsolved, you that's like you times 10. It's it. like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, like the people who know about the Zodiac Killer, because he was never yeah. found. So, that's another another example. It's kept in. Oh, yes, it was. I'm thinking of. One of them was recently. They, they somebody claimed to somebody claimed to have so- recently solved one of the Zodiac killers' riddles. But I don't know if that turned out to be true. Or what dries the more it gets. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly the workings of a madman. When is the door not a door? <laughs> <laughs> what has two legs, four legs in the morning? <laughs> two legs in the afternoon yeah. and three legs in the evening. So technically, the reason why we are talking about this is because the media at the time strung it along and potentially heightened certain elements of the story, made up certain other elements of the story. Yeah. And that's basically why we're sitting around the table like 
madman. Well, exactly. Seventy years later. Well, to give you to give you a taste of the treatment that she got. Bear in mind that this is a murdered victim. Okay, the, treat, the kind of treatment that she got was that she was when she was last seen about six seven days before her body was discovered. She was wearing apparently like a black suit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the, the the newspapers like the Examiner described described it as a tight skirt and a sheer blouse. Yeah, sure, yeah. So of course they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they referred to her not as a waitress but as an adventuress. And she would she would prowl Hollywood Boulevard. Well, she didn't prowl. prowl she lived she, she, there. She, she <laughs> walked from there to there. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's prowling. Yeah. Exactly. In fact, they mo- they seem to be mostly preoccupied. With the, what her vagina is getting up to than anything else, she was described variously as as a prostitute. She was uh, a lesbian. She's um, frigid. She's pregnant. You know all sorts of things. I mean, you know, it's, it's unconscionable that, pe- that the authorities and people in the media would be concerned with women's reproductive organs of these course, days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was any of that true? No. Why would they do that? Why wouldn't they concentrate on? Well, perhaps they did concentrate on the. Who the victim was by trying to out various we we'll, we'll obviously come into that but why would they mm. go bang on and bang on and bang on about you know because it, I don't know because it's a what, sordid yeah. underworld and, type. a newspaper's yeah, fundamental it. purpose is to sell today's newspaper yeah. that's it. it has no other purpose it's yeah. not is not to inform it's not to educate it's to sell the newspaper yeah so if you can put something on the front page that sells that newspaper today or you'll worry about tomorrow's newspaper tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. it, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. You can retract it if you have to. Yeah, sure. So obviously the police were kind of up against it because they had nothing. They had a, they had a dead body. That her family's all far away. They didn't have a lot to go on. The, she, there was a witness that saw her. Uh, witnesses at the Biltmore Hotel saw her uh, in the lobby making a phone call about, like I say, about six days before her body was found. You're not talking about the murder case at the Biltmore Hotel tonight, are you? She was witnessed um, nearby in a in a like a grill, like a uh, restaurant diner. Yep. Diner, yeah. And then nothing for six days, and then her body is discovered in this appalling condition. Mm. Um, but they didn't have a lot to go on, and obviously there was the gasoline wiping down all the. For instance, yes. they have, they she was identified by a, yeah, yeah, yeah. She managed to get identified by her fingerprints. Okay. Do um, we have a time of death? It might be. I, I don't know how difficult it is with that kind of body. Uh, well, they suggested that she'd been killed about ten hours before. Okay, so she fairly recently. So, so she hadn't been kept early, and early that morning or, or the right. late the previous day. But okay. obviously, if she she might have been if she because of the nature of her injury, she might well have been kept for some time. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So then, on twenty first, six days later, twenty first January, somebody phoned uh, the editor of the Examiner and congratulated him on the coverage of the case. Very nice, very nice job. Congratulations. And said he was going to turn himself in but not before that he allowed the police to pursue him some more. And he said, uh, expect some souvenirs of Beth Short in the mail. Right. Three days after that, someone who was working for the Postal Service found a, a, a large manila envelope addressed to the Los Angeles Examiner and other Los Angeles papers. Mm-hmm. Broad, broadly addressed. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously the, the, the letters had all been cut out of the magazines. You know. Am I right in, in understanding that that letter 
the cut with the cutout letters was also wiped down with gasoline. Yes, but it said uh, here is uh, Dahlia's belongings letter to follow, and in the envelope there was um, her birth certificate. Um, there were some photos. There were scraps of paper with names written on and business cards, that sort of thing, and um, an address book with the name Mark Hansen embossed on it. And the birth certificate was real. It was real. It was hers. Yeah. So that arrived at the LA Examiner. Well, it was yeah, it was discovered by the post post office. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, sorry, yeah. So the police used the book, the Mark Hansen lead. Yes, they yeah. went through, they questioned everyone in the address course, book, yeah. and they found him, and they questioned him. Mm-hmm. Um, and although there were people in the book that she had interacted with, right, um, they didn't find any connection or any. He was exonerated, and so was everyone else in in the book. So it meant nowhere. The best lead it didn't go anywhere. Oh. Arrest anybody who smells of gasoline. That's what. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A sore in his. Anyone with a penchant for magicians' <laughs> tricks and smells of gasoline. Wasn't there? Um, am I right in thinking there was um, in a hotel room? There was a girl, some girls' clothing, all covered in blood and wrapped up in brown paper. There was a, a handbag and a shoe were right. found that had been washed with gasoline. And the hotel. Or motel well, they room. They were found on a dumpster. They weren't in the right, and the motel room had been washed. Like well, it was cleaned down by the by the person who was meant to clean the rooms. Right, but they had been, uh, if I'm remembering this rightly, they had been caught for something or other by the police in the last few days, and they like for abuse or for battery or something like that. I don't know this and they, when they discovered the room was covered in blood, they just thought, well, I'm I'm not calling the police because. Right. This is you know, this is not going to go down well for me. Yeah. So I'll just clean it up. Well, also the mm. the petrol thing's obviously quite a good idea, and yeah. I'm assuming you're going to keep that idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put that in your pocket. There loads loads of people are going. It's a great idea, and they would have started. Yeah. Doing that. And they would have started seeing that more and more. Yeah, it breaks down lipids, doesn't it? So the fingerprints don't stick, and just don't do it. No, just don't chop them up. Just be nice to everyone. Yeah, be nice. Yeah, why can't we all just get along? Just be nice. I just wish we could all get along like we used to in middle school. On March the fourteenth, what they found was uh, a pile of men's clothing at the on the beach, with a letter tucked into the the shoe, Um, and the, the letter said, "To whom it may concern, I've waited for the police to capture me for the Black Dahlia killing, but have not." I'm too much of a coward to turn myself in, so this is the best way out for me. I couldn't help myself for that or this. Sorry, Mary. They didn't find out who it belonged to. Find any and adult. it was on the beach was suggesting... The, suggesting it... But it doesn't mean It was a suicide. Anything, it? No, yeah. yeah. Right. But could have been... Just some clothes. Just a pile of yeah, clothes. Yeah. Could have been anything. Could have been pranked. They didn't identify who it belonged to. Of anything. course, yeah, right. Okay. Well, we know who it belonged to. Do you? Yeah. Who's that? Reginald Perrin. Oh, that's going to be lost on most of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I, I could barely find just, it myself. Guys, just Google uh, 70s British <laughs> comedies. <laughs> well, anyway, he didn't do it. No. 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 So hang on. Are you suggesting... Are you suggesting the Leonard Rossiter's? <laughs> the, um, that was a, to sidetrack everyone. Well, I mean, he's as likely a suspect as anyone else they talked right, to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They had uh, 750 investigators on the case. It was the, one of the largest right. investigations um, on in that period. Working, working for the 
Whoever. For the LAPD and the sheriff's departments. See, I, I never believe those kind of figures. Because I can't possibly conceive that there is a room with 700 people in it working on it. Oh, I they just weren't all in the room. No, 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 I, I get that. <laughs> they went all like yeah. but I just think shoulder to shoulder. All it, pro- all it probably means is 700 people have at some point clocked some hours or an hour against that project. Yeah. But likewise, some would have been on, on it from the day one until the day. I'm sh- yeah, stopped. I'm sure. So they would have put in hundreds Some of, of them hours. would have been. And some people just handed out flyers. With yeah. Call for witnesses. Or, or yeah. went and got coffee for the guys that were reading the papers about it well, that yeah. morning. And a donut. That's yeah. important. One of the members oh, of the city council <laughs> posted a reward for information. How good. Yeah, yeah. And $10,000. Wow. Oh. Which, yeah, that's quite good now. In 1947, so that'd be worth about 10 times that now. Would it? So 100 100 plus thousand. That's a chunk of change, isn't it? Chunk of change. Still good, though. Mm. I'd dob you in. Yeah, Yeah, for 10 grand, let alone. (laughs) Now, we know what happens when you post a reward for this. Yes, that is true. (laughs) I done it. Everybody done it. Yes. I killed it. That is absolutely bizarre, isn't it? As soon as the money comes up, actually, do you know what? This is probably worth (laughs) potentially getting the death penalty over. Yeah, I'll take 10 grand and electric chair to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So there were definitely 60 confessions. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they say confession's good for the soul. But since then, there's been uh, 500 Odd wow! Since that was sixty at the time of the investigation, but since then, five hundred people have claimed to, to have done it, including people who wouldn't even have been alive yes, at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, there's there's no reward now. There's no reward yet. Yeah. So that matters have been. And whoever may so forty seven. So say for the sake of argument, the killer was born in twenty seven. Probably wasn't. Then he'd be under ten. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So loads of people came forward. Obviously, yeah. That's so ridiculous, isn't it? Yep. People be crazy. Uh, they had another letter to the examiner, handwritten this time instead of in letters, saying Ooh. on the uh, 26th of January. This could be someone else, not uh, mm, could the be. bloke. It was a short note. It said, here it is, turning in Wednesday, Jan 29th, 10am. Right. Had my fun at police, Black Dahlia Avenger, it signed it. Mm. Um... And he said he was going to be at this point and this time. I was, I was just about to say, did they write back? Where, where are that? <laughs> Where's that then? <laughs> so they had 40 police marksmen hiding in trees. Yeah, they waited <laughs> and guess what? Yeah, Didn't show up. Yeah, okay. Or did he? Or did he? She. He, she. But at one o'clock that day, they instead got another letter um, saying, I've changed my mind. <laughs> you wouldn't give me a square deal, but the Dahlia killing was justified. Nobody knows what he meant by that. Okay. So despite all the various claims and people and confessions, by the time we get to February, the Los Angeles Daily News said that the case had run into a stone wall. The examiner, however, kept the story going for another 35 days. <laughs> for selling papers reasons. Yeah. I cannot accept half-baked theories that sell newspapers. They tried to draw parallels, obviously, you know, using victimology to sort of they were. Maybe there's another victim in similar sense. Yes, of course. Yeah, and yeah. interestingly, one case that they tied it to was um, they tried to connect it to, to a Cleveland torso murder. 
um, which we've talked about briefly before. We mentioned it in our Thames Torso yes, episode, mm-hmm. um, which is the one I said that there are other torso murders elsewhere, and one of the more famous ones is the Cleveland one. Yeah, um, and that's the one I mentioned where the the torsos were left facing the office of Elliot Ness, who was oh, in yes. charge of the investigation, because <laughs> yeah. they're within a few years of one another. Yeah, but um, yeah, it, they, they didn't get anywhere with that at all either. So that didn't work. They did find in February a murder in LA of another woman. They thought that that might be connected um, because she was found nude and had been beaten quite badly. Mm. It had written on her stomach was in lipstick what looked like it had been written "fuck you, BD," and they thought it was BDs, Black yes, Dahlia, of course, yeah, yeah. But it actually probably said PD, meaning Police Department. Yeah, right. <laughs> it just went ooh because that wouldn't make really much sense. No. No, so yeah. they said it probably actually said yeah fuck you, bd is a bit, a bit obscure could be bobby davro could be could be barbara dixon <laughs> and elaine page <laughs> daddy <laughs> <laughs> <Could> be... <laughs> brian dennehy <laughs> billy dainty <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> Is that everyone? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, interestingly, loads of people not only have confessed, but others have said that they knew someone who did it. And in fact, they've written books and got quite yeah. a lot of publicity out of it. Yeah, yeah. I think there's probably more books than there were people who said that they did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Steve Hodell was a crime author. He said that it's possible that um, his dad did it. Um, who was a policeman? Mm. That's to me. That seems like the most plausible person. Well, he said that his dad was trained as a surgeon, mm. therefore could have performed a halfectomy. But that was a that was also a Jack the Ripper thing, wasn't it? Yeah, they said he could could have worked with a blade. He was also a bit of a bent copper. Yeah, and he also was known for having what does Berlusconi call them? His parties. Oh, he's called... Bunga Bunga Bunga. Bunga, yeah. And he had a gold room, as he called it, in his big house. Right. Where spurious sexual activities were supposed to go on. foreign listeners what a bent copper is. I guarantee you don't know. Um, I don't know what the what the uh, the stateside term for bent copper is. Well, cop cop is fine, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it means uh, corrupt. Yeah, corrupt. corrupt. Police yeah. officer. I'm only a poor corrupt official. <laughs> um, I think Hodel, or his father, Papa Hodel, I think uh, his secretary went missing or was killed. Yeah, there's also no evidence that she ever existed. <laughs> well, there you go. Which, I mean, <laughs> so her, her, her death is widely spot. exaggerated. Well, yeah. But it was enough for investigators to put a wiretap on his house. Ah, and apparently they record, they got recording of him saying something that, to me, doesn't sound incriminating at all. It sounds like he's literally saying, it wasn't me. He's, he's recorded apparently as saying, supposing I did kill the Black Dahlia. They couldn't prove it now. They can't talk to my secretary because she's dead. With all of which was true. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they use that as... What, against him or to go... Uh, to suggest that, you know... Mm. Oh, okay. I can see how the paper would use it, but it wouldn't yeah. stand in court. It's not... Yeah, well, they, they would they would do it like in the style of the headline is did he confess? And then in the re- yeah. read the story, it's say no, no, he didn't. 
they'd have to just That's ignore that very important first word. Supposing. <laughs> yeah. Um, in 1991, um, there was a woman who would have been 10 years old at the time of the murder yes. who claimed that her dad did it. Okay. Uh, in fact, she wrote a book about it called Daddy Was the Black Dahlia Killer. Um, and in that, she claimed that her dad molested her. And, mm. um, but her stepsister said um, it was rubbish, nonsense, okay. utter nonsense. I mean, I so, might not have been. But might not have been, but who knows? There's a sad story in there somewhere. Yeah, well, she was 10 years old and she said that she saw, she saw her father beating the Black Dahlia but she wrote about it in the 90s hmm. right. I've so even seen EVM I'm doing air quotes here listeners <laughs> evidence yes. like where people have been to her grave and just recorded silence and then turned up the volume and they claim they can hear her naming the people that killed her <laughs> right, yeah. what, so, and what, yeah. what and the names are it's, <laughs> it's rubbish obviously yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's been probably about as many suspects in this as there were in the Ripper murders or the JFK assassination. Yeah. Hundreds of them, including persons of note, yes. whose names have been put in the frame. Yeah. Um, folk singer Woody Guthrie. <laughs> yeah. Bloody commie hippie. Yeah. Apparently, uh, he sent some sexually explicit letters and things to a woman he was stalking. Cool. But, I mean, he, yeah, he was pointed the finger at, but sure. he was exonerated pretty quick. So. But it didn't stop people trying to prosecute him for it. Um, Orson Welles was a suspect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I must admit, I did think about... Um, oh, he, knows Kane. A, he knows a good dramatic murder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did think about Citizen Kane when you were talking about the sensationalism newspaper yeah exactly selling newspapers yeah because Citizen Kane was a few years not too long before that yeah. 1941 ah five five years yeah, yeah so yeah. I I honestly did think I did um, the LA examiner I mean just want to sell newspapers anyway mm. it's yeah mad, is it? well it was a Hearst newspaper and Citizen Kane was famously based on Hearst so. right well oh. Uh, but anyway, sorry, yes, Orson Welles. Orson Welles, yeah, he was a suspect. Gosh. What, has he got a history of being horrible? There was making a movie called The uh, Lady from Shanghai, and he basically he, like, used a load of mannequins, and he had them all like, cut up, and supposedly the lacerations match some of the injuries or something. But I mean, you know. Right. And apparently, um, Short claimed to her family that she was going to be, she was going to get a screen test for a movie. And they put oh, two and two together. So. Okay. But that might not have been true anyway. Mm -hmm. huh. I'll bet you she'd be the quickest ex-movie star that ever ex. But I mean, the, with the the location that she was in and, and everything, I mean, it's a standard trope, isn't it? To find an attractive wannabe... Yeah, of course. ...individual and say, yeah, I'm, I'm a movie producer. Just meet me at so-and-so and we'll... Yeah. And we'll see how you, you know... Yeah, exactly. The story's been played out terribly many many yeah, times yeah, yeah. Orson Welles was working on Mac Macbeth at the time of the murder and even though he, the studio basically begged him to stay he just left from, um, he was gone for 10 months and he's, well, uh, why, he didn't finish the movie He just at the time of the murder he then just suddenly left for Europe and he just stayed there for 10 months and didn't 
go back to finish right. the movie. Right. So, what, what, raising look, suspicion. Well, yeah, someone gets killed, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. in the middle of the main film, and he just leaves. Right, right. He leaves right, the country. Okay. And people say, mm, that's interesting. Mm. Mm. Well, it is quite interesting. Um, yeah. The day that they got the, the, the manila envelope yeah. of the newspapers was yeah. the day that he applied for a passport. Mm. Get them in the post office. Just <laughs> saying. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's a load of extraordinarily mm. yeah. coincidental. Oh, yeah. Okay. There was a good deal of very strong hatching, including an effort to frame me on a criminal charge, which a policeman was good enough to tell me about. It's sensational and silly. There's hardly any awesomes <laughs> these days, isn't there? No, not really enough. Name another awesome. More committee. Yeah. <laughs> more calling Orson. More calling Orson. More calling Orson. Yeah. Come in, right, Orson. Name another. Name another. <laughs> How many Orsons? That's all the Orsons, I think. Orson's yeah. Farm. That's both that of them. A, Orson's Farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that it was. Is, uh, Isn't called, that John? It's called U.S. Acres, brackets, known as Orson's Farm outside the United States. Oh, there you go. That's why I'm calling it Orson's Farm. So uh, one more uh, suspect was Bugsy Siegel. Yeah, right. I yeah. wondered who you were going to say then. But he was a... <laughs> Bugsy Siegel. He was a wrong one. What, what, yeah. Yeah, what stage... Uh, Las Vegas was created by then, wasn't it? In the sense of it was a big well, no, it was. Thing. It, no, no, not at all. Because it was forty-seven. Forty-seven. It was at the time. Bugsy Siegel would have been mostly concentrating on building the flamingo, right? Okay. And therefore wouldn't have had time to be sawing women in her. Yeah, quite. Yeah. Not to mention he was. Mind you, he would have known people who could have. Yeah, I mean, he was nineteen forty-seven. Was the year he was shot. Yeah. <laughs> but six months later, yeah. after this one, but he was um, very much occupied with uh, Virginia Hill, okay. who was a. From another mob, right? And he was, like I say, he was too busy spending millions of dollars of mob money on yeah, building a hotel. Of course, yeah, yeah. Why would he have been accused? Well, he was he was a mobster out of LA, so I mean, he's a criminal. Yeah. So he must have done. He's it. a criminal. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Must have been him. Yeah, it's a violent killing. Yeah. It's the mob. <laughs> it's, it's not a big. It's no bigger leap than Orson Welles or Woody Guthrie. <laughs> no. Do people generally know? It's probably more an LA thing, isn't it? I was going to say, do people generally know about the the mysterious intrigue of that case? I'm talking about people in America. You know, Jack the Ripper is a global... Well, yeah, I mean, that's famous for arguably two things. One, the horrible nature of the murders. Yes. And two, it never being solved. Which, in this case, is the same. It is horribly it is. brutal and hideous. It's been described as one of the most brutal and culturally enduring crimes in American history. It's one of the most infamous, according to Time magazine, they said it was mm-hmm. one of the most infamous unsolved cases in the world. Murder of the year. Wow. Time murder of the year. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a person of the year. Yes, didn't there? Was, yeah, yeah. Man of the year. Wasn't it Saddam Hussein man of the year in Time magazine? I think it was, yeah. yeah. Trump was. Was he? Yeah, like barely four years. Trump ago. was, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's Elon Musk, is he? Yeah, him, <laughs> Trump, Saddam Hussein. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Interchangeable. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's time just like. Saddam Hussein got the key to the city of like Chicago. Time, time <laughs> out. Yeah, like um, Adolf Hitler was nominated for Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> what, what year, though? Like, yeah, two, three. Yeah. Three. Let me take over. Mm. When he was he was elected into position, <laughs> he was well. And when he, yeah, was he? Just, he only yeah, got twenty percent of the vote. 
That's better than most he, he politicians. Was a, he was appointed by um, Hindenburg. Anyway, there you go. Not not the Zeppelin. <laughs> right, that took went off the rails, but. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not mention the books, because we'll be here all day. Okay, let's not mention well, you the books. Mentioned, you haven't mentioned a couple. We, we can mention a book. Okay. Um, James Elroy, uh-huh. the novelist, crime novelist. Mm. Um, in 1987, he wrote a book called The Black Dahlia. Okay. What's um, that all about? Well, it's uh, mostly no is relation that? to this story. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Oh, right. No, okay. It's very, very... I was going to yeah. say, is that the most popular? But so no, is it just... It's about as it loose as it can get without falling off the subject completely. Blimey. But they did make a film out about it, a film adaptation of the book, yeah. um, which uh, Brian De Palma directed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but neither the book or the movie really bear a great deal of relation. They just used the name in order to sell the book oh, and right. the movie. Uh, okay. And then there's other accounts, like really, really heavily fictionalised. Mena Sivari played uh, someone based on mm-hmm. Elizabeth Short in uh, in an episode of American Horror Story. Ah, uh, okay. But uh, yeah, basically, there's lots of things that are incredibly loosely based on it. And then there's mm-hmm. loads and loads and loads of books and documentaries. But there's not been a huge amount. Right. Yeah, lots fiction. of books that are exposés on who done it. Yeah, and None that's the None of them pointing at the same people. <laughs> Matt, mostly the books and the docs are trying to say who it was even though nobody knows classic your classic unsolved story and then they go ah in this new tell all book we reveal who really done it yeah yeah, yeah. do you know (laughs) (laughs) do you know really and inside it says no (laughs) we don't know probably but it could have been could have been could easily have been this person or you know Orson Welles That's all for this time. If you want to know more about what we've discussed over the course of this episode, just Google it or something. You can see daily true crime updates on our Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. You can email us or you can support the show with a PayPal donation. And links to all of those are on our website at truecrimediary.co.uk. Don't forget to send us a review or post one in your podcast service if you can. And all five-star reviews will get a shout-out on a future episode. Join us next time when we'll be similarly discussing and digressing on another event in true crime history. Until then, my thanks to Jared and Rue. My name's Mark and we'll see you on the next date in our true crime diary.